and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. Happy Thursday. I hope that your day is going absolutely awesome and fantastic. Let me just start this episode by saying that I apologize for my episodes. The last three episodes have ended kind of shortly, kind of abruptly. And it's because I set I set too much material to talk about in such a short amount of time. And I need to work on that. Uh, so I'm sorry that those ones are have ended abruptly. I'm definitely going to be working on that. I honestly wish that I could extend it a little bit longer. But, you know, I'm working with these um, this time period. And it just means I need to be more efficient in the things that I'm trying to share with you guys. So anyway, again, happy Thursday. Um, this week we are talking about anxiety and today we are going to talk about not letting your anxiety control you. So, and I just have a couple tips. I don't think I'll be be running too short on time this time. Um, but I also wanted to share that this is like my favorite. I know people out in regular podcast land will not know what I'm talking about, but I'm wearing one of my favorite, uh, sweaters. It says radiate positivity on it. It's just a crew neck sweatshirt and I love it. It makes me excited every time I wear it because it's, it literally embodies my feelings and emotions for my life. I just want to radiate positivity. So let's jump right in. Um, so don't let your anxiety control you. So first accept that you're feeling anxious. So whenever you have an anxiety attack or you have just a little bit of anxiety about something, whether it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if it's a lot or if it's a little bit you still want to accept that you're feeling anxious. So, and I find that it's it's much better for me if I will, um, not preemptively, but if I know, if I can feel like the anxiety turning into a full-blown attack, if I just nip it in the bud as soon as possible and accept that I'm feeling anxious and figure out what I need to do from there, then it won't turn into a full-blown attack. You know, it won't cause all of unnecessary stress and just feeling crazy and feeling overwhelmed and just, you know, going into a spiral and it really affects me emotionally and the stress in my body and my, it doesn't really, it doesn't affect my entire day if I don't let it. Um, I'm very good at like not letting it, trying to like step aside it and come back to it if I need to problem solve more things that are involved in that anxiety attack or feeling anxious. But anyway, it's just important to accept that you're feeling anxious anytime it comes around and to move on to next steps of how to stop those feelings and to help them and figure out exactly what's causing the anxiety and to move forward. Um, also, not letting your anxiety control you, it, it's helpful to stay in the present. So I spoke about this when I was talking about gratitude and how gratitude in your life um, helps to keep you in the present because you're, you can't be fearful and grateful at the same time. You know, you are grateful. If you're grateful for everything that's happening in your life, um, it will keep you here right now and you won't have so much um, energy and mind to focus on things that may or may not happen in the future, you know, to drive that anxiety up. So stay in the present, you know, focus on what's happening in your life right now. Focus on the things that you actually have control over, things that you actually can do something about. Um, if if you have like this need to do something, to accomplish something, to problem solve something and just put all your energy there, you know, staying in the present is so, so helpful. Um, it's also important to use positive self-talk. So, you know, just like how my jumper says to radiate positivity, it is so important 
to, you know, radiate that positivity to everyone in your life. Um, and I'm not saying you have to overdo it at all by any means. You know, if you just be a, your regular positive self, even if you're not out there like me, like, you know, making podcasts and posting motivational quotes, like if you're just smiling at people on the street, if you're just happy, if you're giving people compliments, you know, um, if you're not like cursing at people when they cut you off in traffic, oh my goodness, I have this experience all the time. Like I don't, I don't curse and people, when people cut me off in traffic or do something they shouldn't, I just honk my horn and that's not actually not a common thing where I live here in Washington state for whatever reason. I grew up in Alaska and honking your horn is perfectly normal. It's just what you do. And it ha- I could see that it's normal in other places like New York City where I've been or even in LA that I've seen. But here in Washington state, if you honk your horn, um, it's it's seen as like rude, especially in Oregon. And I live like right on the the edge of uh, Washington and Oregon. Uh, so I live in like the Portland metro area, even though I live in Vancouver. Anyway, and a lot of times, you know, I will, <laughs> I will honk my horn because people will not obey the rules. And even even today, so I honked at some guy because he changed lanes in the middle of an intersection, which is illegal. And he literally made it his point to drive up right next to me like two or three times. And it was an older gentleman. There was like three older gentlemen in this car and rolled down their window and made it a point to say, F you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I didn't even make a face at you. I didn't even throw any like middle fingers or curse words or anything at you. I didn't even look at you. I just honked my horn so that you're aware that you did something wrong. Because I'm all about rules and, you know, following the rules and staying within your bounds. And it's a problem for me. Anyway, that was great tangent. That was great. Uh, But anyway, you know, you just, you want to, you want to be positive. You know, if someone does cut you off or they do something bad in traffic, you know, if you want to honk your horn, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to honk your horn and just acknowledge that they did something wrong or they need to realize what's going on. And then if you just smile at them, like... I got so mad and I was just like sternly looking at him through the window and I rolled down my window and I was like, I, I, I yelled at him. I was like, oh my gosh, you, you changed lanes in the middle of the intersection. But immediately when I got to the destination that I was driving to, I was just like, I sat in my car for like a minute or two and I was just like telling God, like, why, why did I roll down my window? Why did I say anything at all? It wasn't beneficial. You know, I'm sure this guy is not walking away thinking that he did anything wrong. He felt like he was in the right by screaming and cursing at me through his car. I don't understand why people do that anyway, because you can barely hear people if they're like yelling over traffic and you're supposed to be driving and all this stuff. So anyway, and I felt bad and I should have just like, if he, he still would have continued to roll up next to me in his car, I could have just like looked over and smiled and then been on my way and maybe he would have felt internally like, oh my gosh, she's just smiling at me. Or maybe he would have thought I was smug and still been mad, but it doesn't matter. Like I I can't control his emotions after that point. So you just want to, you want to use positive self-talk to mitigate any anxiety that may be happening. I had anxiety in that moment and I should have just smiled and moved forward and known that I was, I was almost at my destination and I wasn't even going to think about it after I stepped inside the grocery store to do my shopping. So, you know, um, there are so many ways that you can just walk away from anxiety and not let it control you. 
if you want to seek out help, um, let's say you go to counseling like I do, or you want to find people in your life that you're close to that you can trust, you can talk to them about what's going on in your life to help mitigate that anxiety. Um, if you're in a full-blown panic attack, which I talked to talk about earlier in the week, where I was in a full-blown anxiety attack and my husband was very helpful in talking to me and talking me down and helped me come out of that so that I wouldn't just let it rule over me the whole entire day. Um, so talking to people is definitely helpful. I know that not everyone has the money or, um, you know, the financial uh, resources to get counseling, but I'm hoping that everyone has at least one person in their life that they can talk to. If not, I know that there are resources online and there are a way that you can get resources for free, like on the phone um, or through, I think there's like a texting app now. I should look more into these resources so that I can post them on the regular so people know that despite um, not having any money for counseling or maybe you don't, maybe you live in a place where you haven't made any friends yet or you don't have any friends that you can actually trust, uh, you still have an opportunity to talk to someone. So, um, also you can pray. Um, if you're not religious, I get it. I, I understand. I believe in God, and I, if I don't have anyone to talk to, I will just pray about it. Um, I know another uh, another thing that people like to do is to meditate. Just take some time, some quiet time to quiet their mind. Um, also, journaling. Um, you know, just a, or reading a daily devotional. Just spending some time to focus in and hone in on you and not letting the anxiety just cripple you inside your mind and everything and expand outward. So I hope that this really helped. I hope that you have an amazing Thursday. I've told you before, I love Thursdays. So I hope that you have a great one and I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. So I'll see you then. Bye.